Welcome to the Brent Gold Podcast with co-host Eric Lawholm. We are building 1 million agents in 100 countries in 10 years. Now, here's your host, Brent Gold. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to the big show. I'm Brent Gove and my co-host, Eric Hoffholm. All right, Eric. Good to have you on today. How you doing? I am doing great. It is great to be here, Brent. Great start to the new year. And uh, I'm excited, as always, for us to have a great conversation. Today, we're talking about the long game. And uh, you want to just jump right in? Yep, yep. In fact, we're going to entitle we're going to uh, title this one "Advice for the Long Game." Isn't that kind of catchy? And and of course, everyone knows this is my podcast. Here is not about selling homes. There's a million podcasts and a million and one ways to list homes, work with buyers. Mine's more of success, attitude, action, movement, momentum, which applies to that, but specifically about building a sales organization. So um, we're going to dive into this. You ready, Eric? I'm ready. And I love the topic because I'm very much a long game thinker as well. And I'm excited to hear your, your thoughts. Uh, right on. By the way, if you want to play the short game, it's called Tyranny of the Urgent. You're just you're selling, and you're you're like a one-legged man in a kickboxing contest. You are busy, and you're just kicking away, kicking away, kicking away. So, what we're going to show you to do is how to play the long game, and the long game takes a little bit more effort. You have to play it while you play the short game. The short games, I got seven homes in escrow. I got fourteen homes in escrow. I got forty-four homes in escrow. I have two hundred homes in escrow. All short game, because ask all those REO agents who had 44 homes in escrow and some of them had 200 escrow. Ask them what it pays them today, 10 years later. Answer, I'll answer it for you. Nothing, zero. So we want you to play the long game while you're playing the short game. The short game, selling homes, you need money to pay your bills, right, Eric? People have to pay their mortgage, yep. their car, their kids are in private school, pay for the boat. Um, so we want you to play the long game. So let's start with it. Number one. Everyone write this down. Width equals depth. You want you want to have a big organ, sales organization. You got to plant some seeds. You got to you want a big orchard that produces a lot of fruit, a vineyard that produces a lot of grapes to make a lot of great wine. So you want a field of watermelon. Well, you better plant a lot of watermelon seeds. So again, width that means you 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 need to personally go out there and recruit 20, 30, 40, 50 agents. That's a small boutique brokerage. We are not talking about la- launching satellites into orbit. We are not talking about, you know, uh, f- you know, um, you know, all, you know, brain surgery here. We're not talking about splitting an atom. We're talking about finding 25 to 40 agents who want to be a part of what you're doing. There's so many great agents at EXP. So width equals depth. Also write this one down. Width equals profitability. I found the people with this is the, the people you sponsor, those 25 to 40. Just get it over with, right? Um, the harder you do it, the easier it is. The easier you do it, the harder it is. That's some good old-fashioned logic. Logic. If you do it easy, it's really, really hard. If you go for it and just go for it, go all in, it's really, really easy. It gets easy. If Zig Ziglar said this, and I know you're a big Ziglar guy, Eric. Yep. He says, if you will be hard on yourself, life will be infinitely easier on you. But what do we do? We do the opposite. We go easy on ourselves. Don't get out of bed. Stay in bed. Don't call those prospects. You don't feel good. Get another cup of coffee. 
and you're not hard on yourself. You're easy on yourself. And then what happens? You wonder why you're you're not becoming who you wanted to be and succeeding the way you thought. What do you think about that, Eric, as far as um, getting uncomfortable and, and being hard on yourself? Not where you beat yourself up, but I mean, being hard on yourself. What does that mean to you, Eric? You know, I'll say it like this. For the long game, when I started my training company, it was 1999. And Brent, I planted my flag and I said, I will do this in my mid-70s. And at the time, I was 28 years old. And so, you know, I needed short-term revenue to pay my bills like we all do. But I also looked at this going, hey, this is going to be a multi-decade year uh, process. And, um, you know, you take that mindset and apply it in your real estate business as an agent buying and selling homes, but then you apply it in the building of your organization. So you're going after somebody, you want them to be on your team, and uh, maybe they resist you initially. Oh, I have no interest in that. You know, but then the next thing you know, they want to come on board. And and uh, Dan Beard, who was my guest, uh, I think it was last week. I think it was two years, but when he first saw EXP, and then he came on board. You know, and so it was like it took some time. And and if you can have that longer term view, and you keep nurturing relationships, I think that's a big piece of this is nurturing relationships. Beautiful. I could not agree more. By the way, a hack. Everyone likes a hack right? On how to, how to shortcut the system or how to, how to beat it. I don't know if you ever see those YouTube hacks here, do this and Amazon will refund your money for this or whatever. So here's a hack for you. Events. I I know I was recruited by Keller Williams from 2000, 2009. What finally got me there was they finally started getting me to their events where I met other cool Keller Williams agents who had intelligent things to say and their events were actually really good and they told me told me told me but it's like there's some state in the united states that's called the show me state I can't remember is it the show me state i can't remember which state that is but it's it's like don't tell me baby show me quit you talk so loud i can hardly hear what you're saying don't my don't tell me show me you know i'm tired of hearing you talk just no nope, don't even waste your breath go do it right and so that's number one width equals depth and width equals profitability, and be patient, it will grow. You got to be patient. In fact, there's a story um, of Chinese bamboo tree. You ever heard this one, Eric? I know you had. I love that story. So you tell the story then. Tell it. You want to tell it or you want me to do it? You tell it because I've never told it before. So I don't really, I don't know it well. So they plant this sapling, the seed under the ground. They mark it off in about a four foot area because nothing happens for five years years. And this is documented by National Geographic and scientifically done. In the fifth year, they water and fertilize for five years. In the fifth year, they get a little sprout that pops up from the ground below. And there it is. It finally took five years to show its head. In the next 90 days, it grows 120 feet. So the moral of the story is, did it take, did it grow 120 feet? in 90 days or did it grow 120 feet in five years in 90 days and the truth is for five years the roots went straight down 10 20 30 40 feet down deep and then they spread out bamboo grows horizontal and then and then finally it sprouts to support 90 feet up it's got to have an awesome foundation and so things take time. And I think often when people go to um, 
build any kind of a sales force. They get frustrated when people don't see it. I didn't see Keller Williams for nine years. There's nothing wrong with Keller Williams. It's just they started bringing me to events. They did it the right way. And so I think events, classes, training, stuff like that, will it will hack the, the, the it'll speed up the time. If that it's like a microwave oven for your popcorn. You could do it old school or you could throw it in the microwave and your popcorn's ready in 90 seconds, baby. So anyways, that makes sense? Yeah, and along the lines of what you're talking about, the popcorn, is if you think about a crock pot, right? It takes a long time for that meal to cook. And sometimes that's how it works in our business. And I'm sure all of you listening right now, if you've been you know, buying and selling homes for years, you, you understand about <clears throat> relationships with people. And they say somebody, if they, if you list a house for somebody, they're not going to need you again for another five to seven years. So you're going to want to nurture that relationship for that transaction. Well, think about that as it relates to building your organization. So when you reach out to somebody to introduce EXP to them, well, today may not be their day, but if you nurture them, just like nurturing a client relationship in your traditional real estate business for seven years for the opportunity to get that next transaction. If you'll apply that same type of nurturing to building your EXP business. So when they are ready to move, you're the one that's been building the relationship. You've been inviting them to the events, you know, Brent loves the events and that's been his secret sauce. So, you know, last week we talked about the event calendar and really mapping that out and inviting people and having this long-term view. So just check in with yourself right now. Do you have a long-term view as it goes to building your organization? And that one mindset might just be the game changer for you. 100% agree. I 100% agree. So beautiful. Let's move on to my next one, which is this. Um, Just again, this is just advice for people who want to play the long game. Lose the word downline, crossline, and upline from your vocabulary. Like, never say it again. Now, if you say it, you slip up and say downline and crossline. Don't grab your mouth and go, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Just keep going. You made a mistake. Do not say, oh, my gosh, I said downline. Brinkhoff said I wasn't supposed to say downline. Do not do that. But if you really can learn to say, to please don't ever refer to your downline is your downline. It's your sales, your real estate sales organization. That's what it is. We sell real estate. Please do not, you need to really eliminate those words from your vocabulary. Downline, crossline, upline. Um, that's that's number two. Number three, sometimes you're going to have problems in life, right? And who do we like being around? People who are upbeat, excited. They pour into our life. We like people around people complaining. They're upset. They always got some sort of problem. Uh, what are, who are you attracted to? <laughs> you know, think about it. And if you have been attracted to those people, maybe you really re- re- rethink who you're attracted to, these train wrecks. And you don't want to be one of those people. So the reason they call throw up, throw up, is because you need to throw up, up to somebody who's your mentor, uh, and, and I will use the term upline in this just for, because it's us and there's no prospects here. But whoever your sponsor is, throw up to your sponsor, throw up to your sponsor's sponsor, throw up to the vice president. You know, I mean, don't throw up on people. There's a way to do it. But like, hey, I got a serious problem here. I'm, I'm frustrated by this or, or this is really kind of can you help me? There's there's a constructive way to throw up. I don't know a better way to put it. Right. Uh, to, to problem solve. And there's a very negative, caustic, like, 
you can't get me out of this room quick enough. Where's the exit? I'm out of here because this person's complaining and bitching and being a victim. And you know what? They're not really interested in a solution. And I'm looking for a door left or right exit stage left stage right center get me out of here so don't be that guy don't be that gal the storm clouds follow you if people avoid you like the plague it might be you're a bit on the negative side so you better make a conscious decision not to be pollyanna not to be fake or or tough or or like a teflon but you better be tough it's easy to be negative it takes a tough man, a tough woman to be the positive in the face of adversity. It doesn't mean you don't recognize uh, Winston Churchill rec- recognized Hitler in World War II, but he was like, we can get these guys and we can beat these guys and we don't need to roll over and let them take us over. And they stood up in the face of evil. And of course, you know, my favorite quote, uh, Eric, all it takes for evil to prevail in this world is for good men and good women to do nothing. But I'm telling you, you need to be brave and tough and smart to, um, when it comes to having problems or what I call throw up. Again, if if you're going to throw up, so to speak, throw up. Don't throw down. Don't throw across. Don't be that guy. Don't be that gal. Um, And that will, and then, because people will replicate you, your group will do what they see you doing. If you're throwing a fit and having a temper tantrum because something didn't go your way because you're being a victim and not a victor, victors will figure out how to solve their problem and they'll do it quickly with a great attitude. You know, stuff happens every day. I don't always love it. You know, something happened to me today. If I put a smile on my face, I dealt with it, immediately solved the problem. I'm moving on, baby. What do you think about that, Eric? Well, just to say what you just said using different words, if you need to vent, find the right person to vent to. Do not vent to your organization. You know, nobody's ever gone to church to hear the pastor talk about his problems. (laughs) But I'm doing a motivational call and I'm having a hard time with my wife. Nobody wants to hear that. So then I take that to my my coach or my whoever, my pastor, that I'm going to have that conversation confidentially if I'm going through a hard time. And if I need to vent, sometimes I do need to vent. I got to vent to the right person. And we want to be positive with our clients, positive with our organization, having that right mindset because we're the leader. And it's important that we are showing up as that powerful leader. I love it. So don't call people in other people's organizations and go, it's like a cancer. Would you want them doing that to you? I wouldn't want them doing that to me. Then why are you doing it? Right. And so it's easy. Again, it takes very little effort to complain and to be that person. I love it to vent. That was a good word. I like it. You know, um, so it's okay to vent and you need to vent or you'll blow like Mount St. Helens. I heard the big, the Tongan Islands just had a volcano erupt and you do need to vent. We don't want you to blow, but you got to vent in the right places at the right time constructively, you know, and going, hey, I got an issue here. We got to deal with this. Right. And you do it quickly and get it done. Next is um, uh, I just want to remind everyone, you've all heard the saying EXP, making real estate fun again. Right. Making it fun again. And let me ask you, how have I done, me, Brinko, have done it, it, my attempt to do what Gene Frederick said. We're having a blast at EXP. Man, EXP, making real estate funding. We're having it. We go to 
great locations. We have amazing events. I really work hard at making sure. I, and if I think most people say, how's I'm doing pretty good, right? How do you guys rate me? Seriously, how do you? Most people say, man, you're, you're awesome. You're doing good. I hear it all the time. I know that's in general what people say. In general, right? Not everybody. I get it. Not everyone loves me, but I do my best to love everybody and the chips fall where they fall. But how about this? Let me ask you a better question instead of how's Brent's doing. How are you doing? Are you really making real estate fun again? Are you inviting people over for, for barbecues at your house? Are you, are you renting a VRBO or an Airbnb at Lake Tahoe or um, Key West or San Diego or Big Bear or Mammoth or, you know, you doing a, are you do did you rent a cool place at Carmel or Monterey? Well, it's expensive. Really? Cause if you get three or four liters and it's two grand, it's 500 each. And, and, you know, there are people that will help chip in your 500, your, your mortgage person, your different people. If you give them a lot of business, trust me, they won't think. To, so again, you could find ways to afford this stuff. And if you can't afford it, then just do hot dogs and hamburgers at your house. People want to belong. They want to be invited. I threw I threw a party last night with what um, Lexi. What do you think? There were probably eighteen people there last night. I I had my massage therapist who was bragging on this amazing lasagna she makes with ricotta cheese. This. Uh, Italian sausage, this, uh, she likes to make it extra cheesy and she makes her own sauce. And man, I don't know about you, but my mouth was wide. I'm like, oh my gosh, what would I have to pay you for a pan of homemade lasagna? And she made me all this giant lasagna and it wasn't that expensive. And I, I had 18 people come over to my house. Um, and with the last minute, we moved it to Susan Frederick's house because she wanted us to go over there. Long story, didn't matter. But here I am making it fun. Did you have a good time, Lexi? It was awesome, you know, and that's a couple <laughs> pans of lasagna, baby. That's not two grand at a Carmel place for the weekend or time. So stop going, well, I don't have money. Can you, can you, I paid her to make lasagna. Can you make lasagna, baby? Yeah, can you cook some Oscar Mayer hot dogs and sew some patties together? 12 beef patty special sauce. Let it come on, put on some Hawaii music, put some plastic lays around people. You got it at the nine inch. Make it fun. Is it, you know, start small, build it big. So I think if people aren't enjoying what they do at life, whether you're a veterinarian, a stockbroker, a dentist, you know, whether you're in software business, I think people do what they do because they're, they enjoy themselves. And the ones who aren't having fun, they leave. They're gone. Zappos, right, Eric? Do you remember the Zappos story and how much yeah. fun? And and so what are your thoughts about fun in the workplace, responsible fun? You know, Well, you I'll give you one example. Anybody could do this. So I'm not really into MMA, but it's really popular. And my wife knows these people that they're really into MMA. So they have they they put the fight night on the pay-per-view and then invite all these people over. And so I wanted to go because I wanted to be with my wife and I wanted to be at this fun thing, even though I don't really care about MMA. Your wife is into MMA. She's into the social aspect of her her network. Oh my so gosh. It's not so much that she, that's, that's wild. She wanted to be at the party, is what she wanted. All right, all right, all and right. I wanted to be at the party with her. And this is my point is that. If you are having an event at your home, like what, what Brent was just talking about, and then you can invite agents that are on your team and agents that aren't on your team. And a lot of them want to come just to be like, I go to this thing and I don't care about the MMA, but I like the social aspect. And now I start getting connected to these people. And it's like, oh, I really like these people. And so it, what Brent's saying is so powerful. If you can just step back and think about how to make it fun 
It doesn't yep. have to be a big money thing. I mean, MMA thing is like 80 bucks or something on pay-per-view. You can do a potluck. Yeah. We had a New Year's Eve potluck. And we spent a hundred bucks, I think, total. We had fifty people in our house on New Year's Eve, and everybody brought the, whatever they brought. But it was fun, right? And so, you know, what Brent's talking about is really powerful because it's it's different than whatever real estate firm you were with before, where you weren't building a large organization. What we're talking about is, is best practices for building a large organization. And I want to take it in a, in a slightly different direction, Brent, just because we're almost out of time. But I want to ask you your opinion on documenting the long game. So what are your thoughts on writing down what you want to create in the future? Oh, vital. I mean, design a life or someone will design yours for you. You know, dream up, engineer your future, write it down, get pictures of it, um, and, then, and then get after it. Come up with a plan to get it done. Or if, if you don't figure it out, somebody will. They'll tell you where to be there, when to be there, how to get it done, etc. How many years out in the future do you think? Um, I, I go out at least 10 years, I should go further 20, but I'll be honest about 10 years where I go. Yeah. So all of you listening right now, take your future out 10 years or longer. Take Brent's advice. He writes it down. Life by design, make it fun, have the mindset of building your organization. And I I think you're just going to, you're going to love the results. I love it. I love it. Well, let me wrap up with a couple bits of advice on the long game. Number one, EXP has guest pass in the world. I've never given one of those out. I don't recommend it. You're unleashing your guests just to wander the world. Who knows who they're going to bump into, what conversations they're going to have. I would not do a guest pass in the world. I, I go into the world and hit share my screen and they piggyback watching my screen on a Zoom. And I go into accounting. I go into technology. I go, I go in real quick, grab a ticket, talk to them. Hey, I got a guest with me. They're checking it out. Can you just tell us in one minute or less what you do in accounting for agents? What you do in technology for agents? What you do is as a California state broker, a Texas state broker for agents. Just real quick. We're going to be in and out. Sorry to bother you, but I got a really great friend of mine here kind of checking out EXP, kicking it. Boom, boom, boom. I control the narrative. I'm in and out in like five minutes minutes. They love it. They eat it up. Do not give out guest pass. Finally, um, you know, enthusiasm overpowers doubt every time. So be so darn excited. They don't even know what to do with it. Your enthusiasm is contagious. They're like colds. Is your cold worth catching? Is your enthusiasm worth catching? They're like, I don't really understand it, but Eric is so doggone excited. I just slobbered. I swear. Eric saw me do it because we're on video. I spit on my notes. I, you know, Brent is so excited. I'm like, I want to keep asking questions. He's just pumped. And there's something about that. It's like, okay, okay, you know, I'll do that. And then somebody, uh, I don't remember who did this. It's really clever, but it's a success is running from failure to failure as fast as possible with as much real enthusiasm and a smile on your face as you can muster. That's success. You got to fail forward. Who wants to fail? Try to win at every possible turn. But those 25 agents I sponsored in my first 100 days, guess what? I had um, 125 I shared EXP with. 25 came. That changed my life. You guys focus on the 100 that didn't. Well, why didn't they come? Who cares? Wrong timing for them. Why did I didn't go to Keller Williams for nine years? Nothing wrong with Keller Williams. Just wasn't my time. I wasn't ready. And they didn't bring me to events. I had to see the people that I fell in love with the people. I fell in love with Keller Williams. Same thing. I go to EXP annual convention, met the EXP agents, fell in love with the people at EXP, went to EXP, changed my life. And this, this was big. So, um, I'll end with this hustle, grit, determination, scrappy, 
street smart, tenacity, a willingness to change, coachable, teachable, passion, focus, energy. None of those things require a college degree. And by the way, you don't have to have a nice house to have people over. Go to Eric's house. Go to my house. Go to one of your, hey, you got a nice house. Can we get one over there for hot dogs and hamburgers Friday night, Saturday night? Yeah. Go to the park. Volleyball. I don't have a volleyball net. Hey, Facebook, anybody got a volleyball net tomorrow? Yeah, the church has one. Go get one. It's a badminton over here. Set up volleyball. Set up badminton. Get a Frisbee. This costs nothing to go to the park. But if you're a victim, you're like, oh, I don't have a nice house. I can't have people come over, right? <laughs> right? I mean, that's what they're doing. I mean, I mean, it's easy to have fun. Love people. But I will say this, that list, hustle, grit, determination, scrappy, street smart, tenacity, willingness to change, coachable, teachable, passion, focus, energy. None of that requires a college degree. None of it. It requires focus and energy and may, above all else, it's energy. The energy you bring to your life, to your marriage, to your children, to your life, to your real estate business, to your agent attraction, but the energy is giving you what you have. And if you don't like what you have, dial up some new energy, read some new books, listen to some new podcasts, come hang out with me, hang out with Eric, hang out with other people, and you will develop the energy. People are like, were you always like this? No, I was a dishwasher. I did not have energy like this. I was a dishwasher. I was a bus boy. And I learned to develop the energy and find me and let my light shine, you know? And as a Christian, I have that whole spiritual element of my life of being living a life that, and I point people to Christ and he changed my life. He changed yours too. That's a discussion I'm happy to help with, have, have with anybody. But the bottom line, be that person who people feel the love. I don't know what it is about Eric, but I love Eric, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's the love inside Eric. It's the love inside of me. That's what we respond to. That guy, that gal that entered the room, like, oh, God, Georgiana's here. I love George. Bill's here. I love Bill. Why do you love Georgiana? Why do you love Bill? Because guess what? Bill loves you. Georgiana loves you. Go out and love your clients. Go out and love some agents. Whether they list their home with you or not, love them. Whether they buy a home with you or not, love them. Whether they stay at Coldwell Bank or come to EXP, love them. Because that, my friends, is what we're called to do. This was a great podcast. We're so glad you were here today. Any final thoughts, Eric? My final thoughts, I, I love to always say this at the end. Listen to the podcast multiple times. Brent shared some golden nuggets with us today. Put them into the subconscious mind through repetition. We're talking about the long game. This is golden information. Share the podcast with your organization so they can then benefit from Brent's golden nuggets that he shared today on the long game. It's been wonderful to be with you guys today. And Brent, great to be with you today. Thanks, Eric. Love you, man. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Okay, so here's the deal. We have incredible information video content on my YouTube channel. Go over there and make sure you subscribe. And it's vital that you ring the bell. If you ring that bell every time I put out new content, it's actually going to notify you and you can get the latest and greatest of what's happening at EXP. Now, don't forget to like me on Facebook. So you can also get that content and then follow me on Instagram. We're hitting everybody high, low, and in between. We're trying to get the information out there so you can build big businesses, revenue share organizations. So go to uh, YouTube right now. Please subscribe and ring that bell. Like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. We'll see you out there.